Happy Easter, everyone. This is your official host for money, music, and sports. I am DJ Dre Day, and I am very, very pleased to bring you the first episode ever of Money, Music, and Sports. And it's exactly what it sounds like, man. We're going to discuss money, ways to earn it, keep it, and uh, generate it in a way that you won't be broke, uh, show you how to live in your means. Music, we're going to talk about the latest music out. We're going to talk about the new era of music that is taking over the globe. We're going to take talk about hot artists and artists who need to give it up. And we're also going to talk about sports, which is near and dear to my heart. Um, we're going to talk about playoff races, NFL draft, news and notes. Um, and this is going to be on a daily basis. We're going to cover all three topics every single day, giving you a great insight on a lot of things going out there and try to keep you guys afloat. This is a um, a very positive show. We give our positive energy. So we're going to kick the day off. It's, it's Easter. We're going to kick the day off with some NBA news. We got a three-game slate. So let's get into it. Like I said, we got a three-game slate today. We got the 76ers at the Charlotte Hornets. The Sixers look to, to stay in the, the fourth spot in the East. It's Looking very interesting, man. Like they might, they might at some point, if things stay the way it's going, they might run into the Cavs, and that's going to be a very, very, very interesting matchup. So, um, this is a pretty important game as far as seeding goes. Got the Rockets at the Spurs. The Spurs have been a shell of themselves. The Rockets are the number one team in the West, and then we got the Wizards at the Bulls. The Bulls, of course, have laid down, um, and the Wizards are going to be ready. Um, John Wall came back last night, and he will be balling tonight as well. Those are the three games that we got on the slate. Should be interesting, man. It's Easter. Athletes tend to always try to turn up a little bit more, um, you know, on a holiday game. And so we got three decent games, man. If you're not doing much when you get out of church today or if you're just around the house, man, these are three good games to check out all at some point have a uh, some kind of playoff implication even if it's just the seating. So, um, speaking of the 76ers, let, let's get into it, man. Are the 76ers for real? Let's dig into this thing. So I've been getting asked since, you know, I don't know, for about two months now, do I think the 76ers are for real? And I've been saying this since last year before Ben Simmons got hurt. I thought that the 76ers were going to be for real. I just like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons together. I think that duo is going to be unbelievable for a long time. And this sounds crazy. But his dominance in the East can be a lot like Shaq's was. No, he's not Shaquille O'Neal. But when you talk about a guy as big as he is, Knocking out three-pointers. I mean, you know, Shaq didn't have that in his game. But the fact that he's knocking out three-pointers, can't be stopped in the paint. There's not a lot of elite big men in the East. I mean, Dwight Howard and Charlotte. I mean, Joel Embiid's game is, to me, a lot better than a Dwight Howard. So there's not a lot of guys out there in the East that are going to be able to contend with this guy. So in the playoffs, he's going to be the one guy that you can feed the whole time. It's going to be hard to stop. And if you, he's not like most big men. If you get him out of the paint, 
okay, you got some way of kind of slowing him down. Even out of the paint, he can punish you. This guy takes late game threes. They trust him that much. And Ben Simmons is a poor man's LeBron. He's very young. He gets the team involved. You got knockdown shooters like J.J. Redick or Robert Covington. These guys, you know, in transition can be deadly. So, yeah, they're for real. They have an opportunity to make a deep run in the playoffs. Do I think they could beat a Cleveland? No, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I guess the potential is always there, but if they draw that matchup, um, LeBron is just an animal. He's never lost in the first round in 15 years of playing. If he's in the playoffs, he has not lost in the first round. He will not lose to a quote-unquote rookie in Ben Simmons. It's just not going to happen. Um, but if they draw anybody else, I mean, I could see them beating the Celtics. I could see them beating the Raptors, as crazy as that sounds. I could see them beating the Wizards. I mean, there's a lot of teams I feel like that they could upset if given the opportunity. Um, good team. They're still missing, you know, one or two pieces. But a good team. Dangerous. Um, and I like their chances, man. This is a year they're going to, you know, they're going to make some noise. And next year, they're really going to be making some noise. And it really reminds me of how Golden State, back in the day, were pushing teams to the limit. How they were pushing the Spurs to the limit. They just weren't ready to cross over that hump yet. But when they did, there's no looking back. This team has the same ammunition, the same juice. I think they have an opportunity to be really good for a long time long time if they can stay healthy of course this team is you know they've had their fair share of injuries that's why we've had to trust the process this whole time trusting that these guys when they got healthy they will be good and they have been good but just going up against a guy like a uh lebron james in the playoffs i just anybody in the east i wouldn't like it um i just really think that uh that he's got it figured out over there. But in due time, if LeBron doesn't leave the East, this could be the team that dethrones LeBron um, sometime in the future. You just never know. And with that being said, let me say this. The MVP race. The MVP race, to me, is between four guys. And this is in order, okay? LeBron being number one. And I will tell why in a minute. Westbrook being number two. James Harden being three. And Damian Lillard being four. I'll go in reverse. Lillard to LeBron. Okay. Damian Lillard has played unbelievable the second half of the season. He at first got snubbed in the All-Stars. Think he ended up being a replacement or something like that. And... His ball out, averaged over, I think, like 35 or something like that. Just a ridiculous number um, the second half of the season for like a month or two. Just crazy. I think he does a lot. I mean, he has, you know, Nurkic, I think that's his name, and C.J. McCollum and a couple other guys, you know. But to me, he's head and shoulders, uh, the leader of that team. We seen when he missed the game. I think he was out with his, his son's birth. Uh, C.J. McCollum dropped 42 and they still lost. Damian Lillard is just a timely guy. Like you say, it's, it's Dame time. Fourth quarter, he cooks. He deserves to be in the MVP race. 
Next was James Harden. Remember, this list is going in reverse. James Harden, look, he deserves an MVP at some point. Every year, it's like James Harden is second every year. And he's doing it. He's doing amazing things. But the reason why I can't really just anoint him with this amazing uh, MVP vote that many people feel like he deserves is because you bring on the addition of a Chris Paul who's a ball handler as well. Um, I kind of feel like with Westbrook and LeBron, um, even with the additions that have been brought on, it didn't bring on anybody who does the exact same thing that he does, as they do, I should say. And I'll dig into this in a minute. Um, I think it's kind of hard. We didn't think it would be hard for teams to defend a... Uh, Chris Paul and James Harden because they both did the same thing, but it's causing problems. And it uh, James Harden has played amazing. Don't get me wrong; he's a man on a mission. But the things that Westbrook and LeBron have done, they it sets him to third to me. Westbrook is number two because he's about to, he's close to averaging a triple double for two straight seasons. Two straight seasons. And you bring on Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, who are all guys who take a lot of shots, who need the ball in their hand, who can create a shot. And the dude still is about to average a triple-double for two straight years. Let that sink in. One year is phenomenal. Two straight years. Let that sink in. Not even talked about in MVP vote. But number one is LeBron. 15 years in the league. Has a team to start the season off with Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Dwayne Wade. Sound good on paper, I guess. I never really was sold on this team because, you know, the talent. I mean, they had Derrick Rose, too. They had the talent, but these guys were past their prime. Other than Jay Crowder, who I think is just... His mother died this offseason. I think mentally he was zoned. This just wasn't a good year for him. Rose is uh, an injury waiting to happen. Dwayne Wade, as much as I love Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade is not a top-tier shooting guard at this point. And Isaiah Thomas didn't play until December or January. And we had a severe hip injury. And we see now he's out again with a severe hip injury. Team just moves slow. Not enough shooters for LeBron. LeBron is a driving kick, driving kick type guy. So the trade deadline, they get a whole nother team. I mean, really a whole nother team. Young, hungry guys. LeBron has not missed a beat. The team is third in the East. He's risen from the ashes like the Phoenix and is destroying teams on a nightly basis. I think he has 16 triple-doubles year 15. Dominance. I mean, what he's doing is uh, he's literally, I've never, this is the best LeBron we've ever seen. LeBron has has four MVPs, and this is the best LeBron we've ever, we've ever seen. You have to give him the MVP this year. What he's worth, most people, it takes years to get this kind of chemistry. Two teams, one year. Numbers have gotten better. Coach. I mean, 
Teron Lou isn't even coaching the team right now. Hasn't missed a beat. LeBron is the MVP. And should be the MVP until he falls off. And I don't see it happening. He is on a mission, man. He is on a mission. That's my MVP. Um, that's my MVP breakdown, though. A lot of people wouldn't agree with it. You know, most people got Harden chalked up at the top of their list. LeBron maybe second, but Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, Lillard. Those are my top four guys for the MVP vote. Okay, so in case you did not know, Steph Curry is, he has an injured knee. And uh, Steve Kerr does not believe that he will be back in time for the first round of the playoffs. And, um, you know, who knows? Golden State might get a very, very hot Utah Jazz team with a young star like Donovan Mitchell, a rim protector like Rudy Gobert in the first round. And as talented as Golden State is, because Klay Thompson is coming back, Kevin Durant, is coming. Kevin Durant is a beast. He's supposed to be the second best player in the world. That's all I've heard for two or three years. So, my question to the world is, is it okay for KD to not win a championship if Steph Curry cannot come back? Does he get a pass? And if he does, why? LeBron lost to Golden State with no Kyrie Irving and no Kevin Love and was told there was no excuse for it. I mean, he was playing with Matthew Delvadova, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, and people said there was no excuse. He should have still beat the Golden State Warriors with that team. No excuse. There was no excuse for a 22-year-old LeBron James to look to get swept in the NBA Finals by a um, a very hot and dominant San Antonio Spurs franchise. LeBron doesn't get any excuses for this stuff. Are we really gonna give Kevin Durant a pass if he loses without Curry? I don't think you should get a pass at all. You're the second best player in the world. And you're playing with Draymond Green and you're playing with Klay Thompson. A loaded bench. I mean, there's no excuse. None. This team is loaded and it's still full of shooters. So, I mean, Curry won a championship with that team. Didn't even have as many shooters as you will have. No excuse, man. Get it done. If he loses, he, sh- he needs to be crucified. I mean, that's even if he loses to right. Anything short of a championship with that team, you should be crucified. Because what you want to see is him take it to a whole nother level in a play. I don't think he can make it to the finals without Curry. And I'm not even, a, I don't like Steph Curry. I mean, I like him as a person. He seems like a good guy. But as a basketball player, I feel like he's a system player. We'll get into that some other time. What I mean, my system is if he didn't have those other shooters on the court with him and he was forced, 
to beat you himself, he couldn't do it. He needs Clay Thompson out there. He needs Andre Iguodala out there. He needs Draymond Green. He needs guys on a team that can knock down shots. What are you going to do? We know Clay Thompson can give you 40 or 30 and a quarter. He gets high. He's a streaky shooter. He can destroy you. You can't sag off of him. Yeah, you don't have to double team him. But when he gets hot, it's, it's over with. So, I mean, he can fill it up in ways we never seen Ray Allen even do when he got hot. So, I, I think, honestly, Curry is a system guy. I think they're all system guys. But not Kevin. Kevin Durant is the only one that's not a system guy. Or Draymond Green. But, you know, Draymond Green isn't the knockdown shooter that Klay Thompson or Curry is. But... I think Kevin Durant has the ability to be unguarded. He can't be guarded. He can't be touched. He can he can go out there and do all kind of things. That's what we've always been told. I want to see him do, do it when it counts in this year's playoffs. So Mel Kuyper has released his uh, his big board again, and he has Josh Allen as the number one quarterback going to the Cleveland Browns and Mel Kuyper is on some kind of street drug or narcotic. There's no way in the world I'm taking Josh Allen with the number one pick. I've kept, I've saying this a couple times. If I'm taking a quarterback, number one, I'm taking Lamar Jackson, the speed of a Michael Vick, the arm of a Deshaun Watson, I think he's just a, a athletic freak. I'm taking him. I feel like he can lead you in adversity. Yes, he's going to give you some turnovers like most young quarterbacks will in their first season, but that's not nothing that you can't you can't groom. I definitely like him. Um, but Shaquan Barkley, like I've said a couple times, is definitely the way that I would go regardless. Um, if I'm taking uh, anybody with the number one pick, it would be him. Uh, the next note that, that has came across my desk today is that the 49ers are interested in Odell Beckham. We know that the Rams are interested as well. I think it will be better for football if Odell Beckham goes to the 49ers because I have the Rams already winning the Super Bowl. That's just overkill in my mind. It will be pretty good for the 49ers. Um, the next question I was asked is, are the Seahawks better without the Legion of Boom. We're going to get to that in just a second. Okay, so the question that was proposed to me is, are the Seattle Seahawks better without the Legion of Boom? And my answer is absolutely yes. And now let me explain my logic in my thinking. Once again, like I, I've said before, I am a Carolina Panther fan. And I remember when the Panthers got rid of Steve Smith, the attitude of the Carolina Panthers. They got rid of Steve Smith. That following year, they went to the Super Bowl. Now, this happened because that the Panthers' ownership wanted to give more of a leadership role to Luke Keekley and Cam Newton. They felt like with 
Steve Smith being in that locker room, he was a bully. And these guys couldn't really open up the way they wanted to open up. They couldn't lead the way they wanted to lead. Same situation with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson will win the MVP this year. For one, he has to do more. And two, he is free to be that leader that he wants to be. Pete Carroll can call the game the way he wants to call it now. Without Richard Sherman screaming down his neck. Without a uh, Michael Bennett protesting how he feels. And without a Cam Chancellor who just had a huge chip on his shoulder. I loved, I didn't really have a problem with Cam Chancellor. But the whole narrative of that team has changed now. They're, they're gearing towards being more of an offensive team and being more of a uh, a team that's more laid back. I mean, that team was on edge all the time. And don't get me wrong. Won a Super Bowl, should have two back-to-back. Were a very dominant team, but I just kind of felt like eventually it was a situation where the prisoners were running the asylum and it was either Pete Carroll or Richard Sherman. And to me, they made the right choice with a DB that's getting older, coming off a Achilles injury. Um, I think they made the right move, man. I, I think that he would do okay with the 49ers. I, I still got him getting uh, four picks this year, which is pretty decent for a guy that they don't really throw on his side of the field like that. Um, but I just think Seattle was a better team without the Legion of Boom. So on the music now, uh, we got a couple interesting topics to talk about with music. Let's start off with one of my favorite rappers um, of all time. Joel Santana is facing some fed charges, man, for uh, for pills and guns that were found at a uh, airport. Apparently, he ditched his luggage um, and took off. But when they recovered the luggage, it had his identification in it, so it wasn't too hard to to you know to get these charges together, man. The state has dropped their charges, but. The feds are going to pursue. So, man, you know, blessings and, you know, much love out to Santana, man. I love Dipset. I really hope that um that he that he gets off. Oh, they're pretty lenient with this guy, man. Um, The next thing that uh, was kind of big this week was Cardi B released her new single, Be Careful. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those guys that was very, very critical of her one hit wonder she's another uh young and may i didn't really like you know her outside of music I, I hated the way she talked all the accents the funny faces i it was just a little too much for me so when this single came out i wasn't that anxious to go listen to it i went and checked it out and surprisingly it was a pretty good song until i found out that she apparently stole the song from another artist. And I will get you that artist's name um, pretty soon. If not on this episode, it'll definitely be on tomorrow's show. But as, as a guy claiming, and there's a video of him performing his song years ago, be careful, word for word, except, you know, whenever she's talking about a man, he's talking about a woman. 
apparently he is not saying that he gave Cardi B permission to do this. And Cardi B sings on the hook, which sounds absolutely horrible. But outside of that, it's, it's a good song. And apparently nobody cares that she completely ripped this song. So, shout out to Cardi B for a new song. It, it'll do well. And I mean, that just brings me to the question that, you know, what is going on? And it, it, it appears that, you know, we're in a new era of music where there's a lot of I don't know what to say. Peel heads, uh, dope things are running hip hop. It seems like these young guys with colorful hair. I know you've heard it all. Um, are running hip hop right now. And they're from the ages of like, what, like 17 to 22 or something like that. And it's just weird, man. Like, I grew up listening to Jay. I grew up listening to Big. You know, I grew up listening to Dipset, Fab, Joe Button. You know, that was my era, you know. I graduated school in 2004, so the 2000s, I was, you know, Cassidy, Battle Rappers. Like, I was I was into all that. So when I see guys like this now, it's just, I don't know, man. But you got to get with it to get gone because it's taking over right now. And females are a part of that trend. Female rappers are a part of that trend. These older guys with a message. Like, I'm afraid. There's certain guys who's going to still, you know, linger around. Like a Kendrick Lamar, a J. Cole. Those guys will linger around for a while because they, that's the last of what we feel like is real hip-hop. I mean, I love Jay, But these younger guys want Jay gone. But they have a certain kind of level of respect for a J. Cole, who's a younger guy, and a Kendrick Lamar. But I love Jay, but it's like they're trying to get Jay out the door, man. They're trying to get Jay out the door. His music does not, it can't, you know, he's a, you know, he's almost a billionaire. So it's, it's very, very, very hard to, I guess, relate to these kids who are just partying, doing drugs and having sex. When he's talking about building an empire and having, you know, three kids and a wife at home. That's for, that's for older guys. That's not for the younger crowd. So, I mean, it's fading out very, very, very fast, man. Um, next week, we're going to have a poll, man. I'm going to ask you guys, you know, what do you prefer? The new era of music or do you prefer an older era? We'll get that done, too. And lastly, I'm going to end the show off with some, some money notes to teach you guys how to ball on a budget this summer. People consider balling, spending a lot of money in the club, having a lot of fancy jewelry, um, having a nice car. I mean, going to the strip club, making it rain. Look, you can ball on a budget this summer. But there's a couple things that you need to do to look the part, but not have to spend the money. First and foremost, fake diamonds are okay. They're okay. Unless you're a jeweler, nobody really knows the difference between a diamond and a cubic zirconia just from looking. Do not believe the hype, man. Get you a nice cubic zirconian chain. Gold gods, king of cubic zirconians. Go on that site, man. Get you something nice. Get you something custom made. And ball, I mean, you might pay $250 opposed to paying 
$2,000. So now you got some money free. Okay. The next thing is house liquor is okay. When you go to the bar, now don't get me wrong, these bartenders are getting more and more beautiful by the day. So a lot of guys want to, they want to flex. They want, don't want to come and say, hey, what's your house liquor special tonight? They don't want to ask that. They want, hey, let me get, let me get the Henny. Let me get the Syrah. Let me get the Belvedere. Let me get the Doucet. Man, get the house looking. Get the house looking. Get you a couple. Shit. You, you look more like you got more money. You got, you drinking two drinks of Doucet or you drinking five drinks of house looking. And when you buying a drink for a girl, you don't go up to the bar with her. You take it to her section. I already ordered with the house looking. They they don't know, man. They really don't know. You're paying for the name. Okay. The next thing is shop online. Stay out of the damn mall. Shop online, man. You're going to find the best deals, the cheapest deals online. Markdown. I mean, you can go to the mall and you're not really going to catch a sale like that that you're going to catch online. You know, go to eBay, go to Amazon. Typically, people are selling clothes dirt cheap. And just ball that way. I mean, I honestly, all of the, these three things right here is going to save you so much money. But have you still looking the part? Trust me, it'll work. I did it for years. I do it right now. Trust me. Have a ass of shoes. And I ordered them all offline. Jordans that you never seen. Closing ceremony Jordans that you would pay $600 I got them for $150. And they're real. They're real. You just got to know the route to go with it. All right. We're going to end this show like we always do, man. Uh, we're going to end this show with nothing but positive energy. You can make it. You can do it. Anything you put your mind to, it's going to happen. Pray for yourself and pray for your enemies. Go out today, make an impact in somebody's life, man. Do a good deed, even when you don't want to do it. Understand that you are a king, you are a queen. The universe is destined you to be great. This is your boy, DJ Dre Day. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow for another episode of Money, Music, and Sports. I'm out.